Welcome to Bold Conscious Connections. My name is Raju Panjwani and I'm a certified leadership coach. And I'm Trisha Ramos, a certified high performance coach. Together, we help business leaders redefine success on their terms to create more space and energy so that they live impactful lives. Everyone wants to be seen, heard and understood. So at a deeper level, we know that the collective consciousness is important to raise in this world. And leaders who are influencers can make that difference. We in our coaching programs teach people how to focus on the interconnectedness, heart-centeredness and growth from within. And this is what this podcast will be about. So stay tuned and subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts. Talk to you very soon. About today's episode because we are going to continue our conversation about enrollment for coaches. And today you're really going to want to tune in and listen to the whole thing because we're talking about the five most common objections that you as a coach probably face and uh, have to overcome. And, you know, we, we want you to f- know that the enrollment conversation is a sacred one, and that is the key to your success. Uh, So let's dive right in. Uh, The five most that we hear uh, in terms of objections. Number one is? Time. Time. I want to do your program. I'm ready. I don't have the time. This is really the thing for me. If only I had more time. And I think that maybe check with me in another three months or maybe in six months (laughs) or maybe next year. I just don't have the time. You know, if you're listening to this, you're probably cracking up because we've all heard this. And, you know, it's it's really a funny thing, isn't it? You mm. know? So so we, we look at these as shallow or, you know, they're not deep enough, right? So we know that this is the, the most common one. And what is it that you do to overcome these things, uh, the, this particular objection? Because time is the same for everyone. And, you know, it's uh, 24 hours for everyone. Uh, in the outside world, in the clock. But truly, what is it that you do with your time? But time is energy. So the question is, what is your client really telling you or the prospect telling you? Yeah, we're not we're not actually going to teach you how to overcome that objection today. What we do want you to come away with is the idea that when you hear time is an objection, it's not the objection. Exactly. It is just really the most common one. And chances are you have an opportunity to dig a little bit deeper to get to um, the actual thing, right? What is that actual thing? And um, time is just the easy thing that people pull out because it's it's sort of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who can who can judge me if I don't have time? This is the truth. This I'm is so how busy. I'm, I'm so busy. Exactly. Right. Right. So we're going to go in sort of the order of the top five in the order of uh, shallow to deeper. And the second one is, um, you know, uh, I don't have the money. That's a really good one, a common one. And not only is this a common reason for someone not to engage in your coaching program or to buy your courses, it's also... Another reason why a lot of coaches undervalue their services and their programs Mm. because they actually believe that people don't have the money. And so what we're saying to you today is money, money is energy. And if you are someone that can't seem to overcome money objections, 
chances are you have some money mindset issues that you have to go deeper within yourself to uh, uncover because our mindset about money is absolutely going to be reflected and felt by the other person in front of us. And so your ability to stand your ground and have conviction about the service and the quality that you're offering is going to rely on the kind of mindset that you have around money. And mm -hmm. if you have this inherent belief, whether or not you're aware and whether or not you're proud of it, if you have an inherent belief that investing in yourself is a waste of money or that it should only cost but this much or that it really shouldn't be anything you pay for, then chances are mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to get paying clients, let alone help them. That's so important, isn't it? Because uh, I've had the personal experience to, to see this with, with, with clients. And, you know, it's funny. In, in truth, they don't really have the issue with money, but it's just the, one of the first things that comes out of their mouth. And so as coaches, you must, if you think that you're going to price your service at a certain level or, you know, why would they pay me to do this work, then it is it is something for you to, to actually probably get some coaching in or some some advice or some reflection because then it's your issue as well. If you allow your client to just say, okay, you have the money, it's okay, I'm gonna hang up. That's not that's not really a deeper, a deeper objection. Right. Or I know, you know, we know coaches that have significantly, significantly discounted or you know, devalued their programs because mm. they just didn't feel like they could overcome a money objection without taking the price down. When in reality, as we're gonna show you today, there are deeper reasons why someone wouldn't do your program. And the first easiest objection to give you is time. The second one is money. Mm -hmm. So again, you're just, when you hear money, you have an opportunity to dig deeper. Mm -hmm. And um, reducing your price isn't going to overcome that. And in fact, you've probably experienced reducing your price and still not getting the commitment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you so, don't want to be in the discount business in, when it comes to coaching. Or any, anything, for that or matter. anything for that matter. So the third most common objection that we hear, and this is one that, um, you know, when I was first starting out on, on my own, I think I've shared a few of these stories with you, I worked with a lot of um, women in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I only had programs geared specifically for women. And at some point, it got to be very funny to me how many women use their spouses as the excuse as to why they couldn't do the program. Mm -hmm. And I really had to get so clear so fast that that was an excuse. And I remember saying to one of um, my prospective clients who actually became a client for an entire year mm -hmm. you know who who do you who does your husband get to be um if, if you invested in yourself yeah and who, who does he get to be if, right. if he had a wife that didn't use him as an excuse for why she's not furthering her growth and you know that was a tough thing to say mm -hmm. and certainly probably tougher for the prospective client to hear at the time but it was the thing that turned her it was the thing that she said like wow i, I kind of inherently knew i was doing that but mm. i never 
ever heard anyone actually say it to me that way. And you're absolutely right. I've been using him as a scapegoat for mm -hmm. me not not helping myself. And, you know, that gets to stop now. So, But, you know, with due respect to other cultures, that could be if it's men coming on and saying, I want to talk to my, my wife, that's probably not that that wouldn't be that common but for women to check with their husbands in the old way i but it's I, probably but i guess you were talking about working women they already have you know, yeah careers and, and, and it doesn't you know like whether cultural differences Aside. all that taking all that into consideration mm -hmm. it's still not the real excuse Correct. or it's still an excuse rather it's still not the real reason the real somebody reason. wouldn't do something right. it's just that it is like, come on, let's face it. Like yeah. we're in this conversation mm -hmm. and you're probably a coach listening to this because you know things are never as they seem. Exactly. That there are deeper meanings and deeper reasons as to what drives us and what motivates right. us and what gets in our way. And, you know, saying that my spouse or this and my spouse that is still a reason outside of themselves. Yeah. And you know, our work as coaches is to get people to go within them That's and right. to find that internal drive mm -hmm. to figure out how to move forward. Mm -hmm. So, and this, by the way, in the same category, the third reason, you know, talking to partners or other business, uh, you know, folks or your parents or your, you know, uh, other people in your family, all of those are in this category because a lot of times those aren't really that deep. Yeah, they're deeper than the time, deeper than the money, but still you can go even further, dig even deeper as a coach to get beyond that objection. You don't have to just take that mm -hmm. as the actual thing. And so, you know, we're not we're we're sort of going through high level what the most yes. common objections are. We're not we're not necessarily going to break down here for you how to overcome each one. We're just really wanting you to know that these are not enough in and of themselves for you to just let your client go back to their old way of being. Mm -hmm. We're we're sharing this with you so that you can raise your conviction and fighting for your client in that moment in, in the conversation that when you make the offer for your program and you invite them into your coaching program, that you really hold hold their feet to the fire and you, could, you do so because you know that hopefully at that point you've done a nice job of helping them articulate their vision and getting them really clear on why they want further further growth and what it is that they mm -hmm. want to create in their lives exactly and number four is fear that is endemic to just about everything you know fear is very natural so fear when when someone says i'm afraid of what afraid of not getting started not getting the result or afraid of being successful mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or fear of being judged or fear of whatever um, we've heard comments like fear of going through this and what if I don't achieve what I want to achieve? What if I go through the program and I'm still the same person that I was before? Right. What if what if I, what what if I discover that everything I've ever believed in myself is true? How will I ever live with myself then? And you know, that's actually much deeper 
than the excuse such as time or not having money or not having the support of a spouse, for example. Um, when someone is willing to share with you their fears, that's really an opening for you to be able to step in and demonstrate how powerful working with a coach can be. Mm-hmm. Because and if, working with you can be. Right? Yeah, because if you, if you can help them in that moment, mm-hmm. switch their perspective so that fear no longer has that grip on them, mm-hmm. Wow, then you now just have demonstrated how powerful coaching can be. Yes, absolutely. And, and if, if, you know, if that isn't enough of a reason to begin now, what is? What if you do this work and you, you discover that you're so much greater than you ever have ever encountered yourself to be in the past? Mm-hmm. Then what? Wouldn't you want, rather know that now rather than later? And if there's Absolutely. anything that this time that we're living through has taught us, can't la- take time for granted. So truly, it's uh, fear is the most common entry point, and and that's where maybe the gold is for you to dig a little deeper and try to get the client to see how, you know, as you say, the next level, the next level, because they haven't done the work, uh, or have only achieved what they've achieved so far. And they know they want to invest in themselves, but they're not clear because they're fearful of any of these judgments, consequences, whatever they might be. And there is a chance and opportunity for you to to go deeper into the, the next type. Yeah, so this is where your coaching can really um, begin, right? This is where your coaching can really take effect because beyond fear... If someone isn't willing to do the work, beyond fear, there's really the question of shame, something they're ashamed of, or some sort of Mm self-doubt, but something that really leaves them to be vulnerable. And it's a lot harder to share those with someone. Particularly if they don't know you and this is your first call, their call with you. Right. And so if you can actually set up this call so that you're setting up a safe space and really establish from the very beginning your intention for the call and have that client really feel that you're on their side that you're working with them that you're doing this because you're 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 helping you're there to help them get clarity Mm -hmm. and to get to that next level if you do that well, chances are they'll be willing to share with you real objections, such as what they're fearful of, or perhaps what is a source of shame they've been carrying or self-doubt they've harbored for you know their entire life. Because mm-hmm. if you can get to those actual things, then you can coach them through it mm-hmm. and you can help them break through that. Mm-hmm. And then you demonstrate the power of coaching. If they can have that kind of a breakthrough in one conversation, imagine the breakthroughs they're going to have over the course of doing your program with you. So mm-hmm. that's really where you want to get to. You know, hearing time, hearing money, the two most common objections, those are not reasons for you to stop. You know, those are reasons for you to dig deeper. If there's a partner or a spouse involved and you get that, there's, you know, we have a course on enrollment specifically and we break those down for you. 
we break it down for you how you can help your client present this issue to their partner and overcome their objections so that they can do this program with you. Like you, you will get that in our course. But beyond that, overcoming the whole objection around whatever fears they have or getting to their shame and self-doubt, whatever that source of that is, mm -hmm. that's really you getting to, getting to show off your coaching skills in that moment and facilitating breakthroughs, and that's really juicy. Yeah. So think about why you started this coaching program that you have and your difficulties in the enrollment. Because if you focus on your passion and why you want to do the work you want to do, and impact more lives. Oh my God, as you were saying earlier, this, this has got to be fun, right? And if you believe in that, then you'll have fun doing enrollment calls, honestly. Yes, because this kind of work we know is not for the faint of heart, right? It, it, it isn't easy to improve yourself. If it was, more people would do it. <laughs> and, you know, even the idea of improving yourself it's kind of like that old thinking that something's wrong. We're actually in our programs, you know, we have this program called Bold Conscious Leaders. Mm -hmm. We actually teach our clients that there isn't anything to improve. There's just stuff to release, to let go of the false, false beliefs we've been holding on to. Um, but if we can tap into that part of ourselves that's true and real and unique and authentic, and allow ourselves to be seen in that way, there's nothing more empowering and freeing than that. And that work should be fun. And so you get to do this. You mm -hmm. get to have fun helping your clients uncover and discover their power within themselves. Right, and then the, the same passion that you carry carries over to them. So the important thing is, you know, you're worried about the pain of going through this enrollment and all the objections you have in your in your own mind. So once you get beyond that and focus on why you want to be a coach and what it is about that coaching that excites you and that impact that you want to make, that is where the juice is for you. And then when you talk to your prospects in enrollment, that can change the world. Because really, the better you get with enrollment, Obviously, the more the more you'll thrive with your business, mm -hmm. the longer you'll stay in business as a coach, the more people you'll be able to help and lives you'll impact. And think about it. The one person you coach isn't the only person that you're helping. You're actually helping their whole families, their whole circle. Because you only need one person to get coaching then everybody else they live with also starts to benefit from from that you know if they go to work everyone they work with starts to benefit from that because at the end of the day it's the ripple effect it's the it? ripple effect we are all energy and all we need is is that one person and then it starts rippling out the impact of what it means when you can stand in your power and and you know, step into the light of mm -hmm. who you truly are. And that's why we feel so strongly about this work. And we believe that, you know, we all have the ability to help each other to be of service. And if being a coach is what you do in order to fulfill that, then, you know, be outstanding about it and start with skilling up on your enrollment skills, because that's where it begins. All right, guys, so find us on Instagram at Bold Conscious Leaders, that's our handle. Everywhere else is Live Masterminds on um, Facebook, YouTube, and our website is livemasterminds.com. So 
We look forward to seeing you on any of these platforms and connecting with us. And make sure you subscribe to this podcast, download it, and share it with other coaches who could benefit. Take care. Bye. Bye.